Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Dr. TJ. With me, as always, is Aaron. How are you doing, Aaron? Great. So we've got a... I think it's a really good show uh, prepared for today. Um, We are going to talk about... Thyroid. Um, I know we seem like we talk about thyroid on this show uh, a lot. We have but, lately. <laughs> but uh, that, that's okay. Um, we get lots of questions about it. A lot of people come in concerned to the clinic about their thyroid. That's one of the big one of the big things when we ask people, you know, what are your health objectives? You know, they, they have several things listed. We tell them to, to at least list three. Typically in, that, in the top three for pretty much every female and some of the males is thyroid function, thyroid health. Right. They're wanting to know, hey, you know, is it is it working the way it's supposed to? And a lot of times we find out that they're actually on thyroid medication and they just feel like, I'm not really sure if I should be taking that medication or not. I don't know if it's doing me any good. I still feel the same. Uh, I nothing feel has, worse. Yeah, nothing <laughs> has gotten better. You know, I'm starting to have all these other problems that are creeping up, and it all started once they put me on this thyroid medication. And so, we're I get their concerns because it's it's annoying. You know, they they try to start tying things back, and they figure out, okay, well, it all started somewhere around in here. And you know, one of the things that they also our patients also say is, you know, well, I had my thyroid checked and. You know, the doctor said that my labs were okay. Well, that's just as frequent. If people don't put down that thyroid is a concern, one of the big questions I always ask is, okay, well, you don't seem to be concerned about your thyroid. Do you know if your thyroid's functioning properly? Has it ever been tested? And again, for those individuals, either we get the answer, yes, um, it's functioning fine because my doctor ran a, a bunch of blood tests on me and told me that it's fine. And I said, okay, well, do you have those? And that's, they never run more than a TSH or maybe a TSH and a T4 free. Um, and if I ask them, well, you know, or they say no, right? They're either saying, yes, they've, it's been tested and everything's fine or no. But then whenever they, we get through talking about their, their case and their history, I come back and I'm like, look, you know, you have these types of symptoms that, could be thyroid related. We need to rule that stuff out. And so 
one of the big things that we deal with, you know, th- that's what happens. So if, let's go back and let's talk about the people that come in. They they know that they've got thyroid issues or they've been told that they don't have thyroid issues and they don't know why either A, the medication isn't helping and nothing is getting better or B, they've been told everything is fine and they don't need any medication, but yet they still feel horrible. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about things, these patterns that don't show up um, on standard lab testing. Right. Why standard lab testing is not adequate to catch all thyroid dysfunction. It's not adequate to catch any thyroid dysfunction. <laughs> Let's, I mean, I'll, I'll say it. Um, yeah, the, the thing about modern medicine, um, conventional medicine, a lot of it is wait and see. Um, so if you have a condition, they're just like, and they don't really have a treatment, they can tell something's wrong, they don't really have anything, they're like, well, let's wait and see. You know, I think everything's okay, let's test you again in six months or a year or whatever, and it's it's this whole wait and see game. And I know we have so many people who get very frustrated with that, because if you're at all in tune with your body, you're going to catch things way before they would show up on a lab test as being, you know, a huge problem, and conventional medicine is... You know, they do well at handling big problems when it gets to the point where it's, you know, life or death, but they don't even have anything, you know, to help when you're just on the verge of one of those issues. Right. And so the with with, with that model, it's either wait and see or it's let's 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 say, OK, let's let's give you this diagnosis. Let's label you with this. And then this is the pill that we use for that label. Um, that just, that doesn't work for me. Uh, I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work for you because it doesn't work for anybody. Well, that's true. That's true. The the reason not working. Yeah. The reasoning and the thought process behind it. I get it. If it's an, if it's an infection, I completely understand if it's an infection, you need an, if you have a bacterial infection, you take an antibiotic, but all of these chronic diseases, these chronic conditions, they, they got that way slowly over time. So this magic pill theory isn't going to work. It's not going to be a, there's not going to be a one pill that fixes everything and makes it all hunky dory. And you're walk you walk out the door and you feel amazing in, in 24 to 48 hours. So that's that the key there then on on medicine is either a they're looking at it and saying wait and see or b they're saying okay well you know this is the diagnosis this is the pill but what happens when the diagnosis isn't correct right and misdiagnosis is common in the management of you know thyroid conditions tons how do we know because 90% of thyroid problems is actually an autoimmune thyroid situation and they've never been to, these patients have never been tested for autoimmune anything let alone autoimmune thyroid so we right there if we miss if we say you have hypothyroidism and you didn't get tested to find out if you have Hashimoto's or Graves disease then you immediately were misdiagnosed and you don't even know it right but I mean, and we've talked about this before, one of the reasons um, why doctors aren't doing that test is because they have really, they have a just a pill. That is what they do to treat it. And right. the pill, what pill they give you isn't going to change if you have hypothyroidism in general or you have Hashimoto's. Right. You're still going to get the same treatment. So to them, why would you run a test if it isn't going to change the treatment? Right. And we know through all of the clinical experience plus all of the research that there needs to be another treatment because it is treatable. Right. Because if you have one autoimmune condition, if you do have autoimmune thyroid, you have such an incredible likelihood of having another 
form of autoimmune condition attacking something else in your body that it's not even funny. And the longer you go, the more you have, the greater likelihood you have that you're they're going to keep increasing because your body isn't functioning correctly. Right. So the longer you go without actually getting it checked out. You could be adding on additional autoimmune conditions. Right. That's exactly right. And and that's what people don't really understand is, well, how, how is it that I have, you know, all of these autoimmune things? Well, this is what's, uh, you know, th- they just progress. They, they keep going. Your body doesn't know. Your immune system has been aggravated and now it doesn't know what to do. So it just starts attacking everything. Right. And you're left with, you know several autoimmune conditions, not just one. Right. And, you know, I mean, I know I've talked about this on the show before, but that's the condition I found myself in. By the time it was actually caught, not only did I have Hashimoto's, I had celiac and I had Sjogren's. Right. Um, Three of them that are now managed very well and I'm very healthy, um, but that it took a while because... And it, it, that's so frustrating. I know so many people, you know, so many patients have gone through our clinic and have had the same experience where when they're finally diagnosed, it's it is, you know, there's relief that you have the diagnosis and that, you know, you're being treated by someone who knows what they're doing. But there's also all of this frustration thinking, what if my doctor had actually listened to me in the first place right. and had caught what was going 20 on 20 years ago? Right. And, you know, you know, maybe I wouldn't, you know, at worst, I would have one autoimmune condition. Right. And I would have felt a lot better all of these years. So it just it really or is, I could have started looking on my own for more information that's out there with other practitioners and other providers that are treating this other this condition that my doctor obviously has no training in. Right. Because generally, if you come in with hypothyroid symptoms, you're going to be given a replacement hormone. Right. right. Without it. any further inquiry as to the cause of your condition. I mean, that's it. You get the pill and, okay, now you're fixed. And we know that, (laughs) you know. And then every subsequent visit that you have, that you have any kind of complaint, they're going to shove you into the hypothyroid box and say, oh, it's just your thyroid. It's just your thyroid. You just go on. It's it's your thyroid. Let's up your medication or let's change your thyroid medication. Right. Or, you know what? This is just part of, you know, hypothyroidism. You just have to live with that. Or if you get the test done and you're told, well, things are normal, your TSH is fine because that's what they're looking at. God bless those people. Well, then you, you know, if you keep complaining, you're, that's how so many people end up with an antidepressant. Right. They so just they're get, on an antidepressant, but they never got treated for anything with their thyroid, and their thyroid is actually what the problem is. Right. Get completely, completely misdiagnosed. And that to me is just a, a, a poor management of an easily helped situation. Right. You know, there's an easy, thing to do here is to listen to the patient and say, okay, let's let's go a little further and figure this out rather than say, you know what? I only have three minutes to deal with you. I can't answer any of your questions. I don't have time. You're going to have to make another appointment for that, which by the way will be seven months from now because we're so booked that you can't come in to see us. And when, you know, you walk you walk out with, you know, a prescription in your hand for an antidepressant, you're like, what in the hell? I do not need an antidepressant. This is the most ridiculous thing ever. Right. But a lot of people, I think, you know, you are so upset by that time and you don't have any other answer that they think, all right, I guess maybe this is depression or I'll try it. I don't think that this is right, but who knows? Right. I mean, the issue really is that, you know, the whole thyroid physiology is complex and it's complex, but it isn't. I mean, it's ex- it's extremely complex and it's it's difficult to to learn and grasp. But once you have it, it's so super simple. 
You just have to take the time to look at the lab work and say, okay, well, this is what's going on physiologically. These are the mechanisms that are needed. This is how your body manufactures the hormone that releases the um, the stimulating hormone. Then this is the, how the stimulating hormone affects the thyroid to cause it to make its own thyroid hormone. And then this is what happens to the thyroid hormone as it circulates throughout the body. It converts from active an inactive form into an active form. And then once it does its thing, your brain is constantly reading the level of that thyroid hormone in your blood. Repeat process. It's really that simple. I took, what, 35, 40 seconds there to explain it to you? I draw it on the board a million times. It's not complicated. The problem is you have people that don't want to take the time to actually learn it and then actually address what's going on underneath that person's body, this chronic thing that's happening that their body's not able to convert because they don't actually have the vitamin and minerals to make the to make the uh, conversion possible. They have a dysfunctional gut that is is disrupting their body's ability to actually convert the thyroid hormone into its active form. You, it's not hard. Well, I, I understand that, but the production conversion and uptake of thyroid hormone in the body involves several steps. You just went through it, right? And, it does. And the I think the point is that a, a malfunction at any one of those steps can cause hypothyroid symptoms. Right. And as far as the standard lab testing, that's not going to catch it, correct? No, no. And the standard, the TSH gold standard of thyroid testing was based on a paper that was written several years ago that just kind of became the gold standard. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's completely asinine that we have the ability to look at 10, 12 different things related to the thyroid or indirectly related to the thyroid, and we're going to pick one and say that that one is the one thing that's going to tell you everything you need to know about thyroid. That's like going to a mechanic, and the mechanic's going to do everything on your car by looking at your tire, for crying out loud. Right. Basically, it's saying all cases is a hypothyroidism share the same cause they're exactly so they the same get the same treatment right but there's a there's a bunch of steps so there's no possible way that it can all be the same cause all right I, that was enough of that rant we got to take a break when we come back we're going to get into some of these patterns that uh that won't show up on your standard lab testing you're listening to wellness 101 <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Today we are talking about uh, thyroid patterns that don't show up on standard lab tests. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, just how pitiful the standard thyroid testing is um, and how basically the conventional approach to thyroid is we check TSH and check maybe get T4, free T4, and then based on that, we can tell you absolutely everything there is to know about the thyroid and its its problem and then give you the one medication that is going to be the answer to your prayers. Um, unfortunately, that is just a ridiculous approach. Um, it doesn't do anybody any good. Um, very rarely um, does that give people the answer that they're looking for, especially if they're dealing with some of these symptoms that have gone on for years and years and years. Um, there, there's a better way. So today we're we're getting into this this whole patterns of thyroid dysfunction that doesn't they, they don't show up on a standard lab test this is stuff that you know you actually have to have a doctor that can read and infer and actually understand what's going on with the physiology of the entire body all at one time and know your specific case as it relates to the labs right and what we're talking about here is i mean if you have one of these patterns that we're going to go over your thyroid is not functioning properly which not means even close. You will have symptoms, but if you go to a conventional doctor, you'll be told that there is nothing wrong with your thyroid. And so the, we see this all the time. The, these are things that, you know, when you get your blood drawn, a TSH and a free T4 are going to be within medical normal range all the time. They, we see that a ton. And so these patterns revolve around things outside of that that really take a take a toll on your body and take a toll on your thyroid and actually create this stuff that's going on because you're actually your thyroid is dysfunctional and you don't even know it. Right. Well, and we just talk about those two tests. I mean, one of the problems is the range the ranges for those markers vary from lab to lab. Right. So that's one of the main problems with standard lab ranges when you're looking even at TSH and T4. But the biggest problem that I have with standard lab ranges is that they're developed one of two ways. One, they're either set arbitrarily. They just throw a number out there and say, well, this is what we're going to use. Um, things like cholesterol. That's 200. That's an arbitrary number. It wasn't that long ago that 300 was normal. It was in the mid-90s that it was 240, and now it's 200. They're trying to lower it even more, but yet more and more people are still having heart attacks and their cholesterol levels are normal. The cholesterol doesn't really have to do anything with heart attacks. Um, so that's an arbitrary thing. The, the rest of these that actually have ranges, these are not based on a healthy population. They can't be for two reasons. The first is most of the time people that get their lab work done are sick individuals, right? And number two, 66% of the population in this country is overweight. You can't be supremely healthy and be overweight. So just based on that second fact alone, the labs are skewed. Right? They can't be 100% accurate across the board. What they're doing is they're taking a statistical analysis of the last five to 10,000 
values for that particular one particular test and they're going they're figuring out what the standard or what the mean is what the average is and then they're going two standard deviations above and below two standard deviations above and below a mean encompass 95 percent of a population so they're putting the population on a bell curve when in fact we don't have a bell curve population when it comes to health because two-thirds of us are overweight so there's no possible way that you can have a bell curve that is can be quote healthy and or normal it's skewed. The data is skewed just from the beginning. So that's 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 my rant for that. Right. Statistics. I'm just. I mean, I'm a PhD. I got. I did a lot of statistics. I still deal with a lot of statistics. And these numbers are there. It's a manipulated data set that you're being compared to. Right. So basically, even you know, I mean, we don't like the fact that it's just TSH and possibly T4 that's tested. But even like just looking at those tests, there are still problems with. You know, the fact that the ranges, what they tell you, where they tell you you should be is not a good depiction of whether your thyroid is working healthy even as far as TSH and T4. There are optimal ranges. I'm I'm, I'm waiting for the day at which an optimal value for a lab is actually outside of medical reference range because we're that sick. I'm just waiting. We haven't gotten there yet, but we're we're getting close. I I can – it's just something that we see. So – a pattern one of the patterns that um, doesn't show up on a standard test would be when you have hypothyroidism um, caused by pituitary dysfunction. So you've got all this stuff going on, and the main cause of this thing is actually elevated cortisol. Um, when cortisol is elevated, um, it can be for a bunch of things, right? So we can be really stressed out. We can have an infection going on. We can have trouble balancing our blood sugar, so our blood sugar regulation is all off. We can have acute stress or chronic stress, the stuff that's been bothering us for for long periods of time. Pregnancy, pregnancy all by itself causes hypothyroidism, Um, low blood sugar, um, or insulin resistance or prediabetes situations. All of these things um, can cause elevated cortisol. So... That's a huge tripping point because I have I don't I don't know of any patient that's come to me with standard medical model labs that have been run that have actually had a cortisol level tested. Really? I don't I don't I don't not one one doesn't come to mind. We may have a few, but it's not a it's not standard practice. So, you know, the the standard just for those of you out there who are intrigued by the lab stuff, the standard um, medical doctor orders seven different labs on you, encompassing your entire body. The thyroid itself has ten dedicated spe- specifically to it. So, do you think you're actually getting all that thyroid stuff, Rand? No, you're not. You're not even the the average medical doctor isn't even ordering the number of tests that are needed to look at your thyroid, and they're trying to tell you how your whole body is functioning. That's how woefully inadequate the whole situation is. But the, if if we're talking about those stressors that are that are causing the pituitary gland to not not function right, it's not going to cause your body to to release uh, enough th- thyroid hormone. But there's nothing. There may be nothing wrong with the thyroid gland itself, right? This this is a pituitary problem, not a thyroid problem. If the pituitary is not sending the right message to the thyroid, there's no possible way that the thyroid is going to function right, right? Everything, the labs values are going to be, your TSH and your T4 are going to be normal in normal range, but the normal ranges are, are large and they're not, it's just not functioning properly. Does that make sense? Did I get my point across there, Aaron? 
Right. Well, wouldn't you have a TSH below functional range? Well, below functional range, but not medical. We're talking about medical range here. Functional ranges, everybody has their functional ranges out there, and they vary from person to person. Some people swear that functional range is that you, know, you have to have a TSH of 1 to 1.5. Other people argue that it needs to be 1.8 to 3. It just varies from person to person, and that varies because you have to look at actually what's going on with the person that's in front of you. Right. It's the it's about the person in front of you. It's not about this this arbitrary set range. Even if you're looking at functional values, you have to be able to interpret what's actually going on with that person and what's happening with the rest of their stuff, because their TSH may be one point eight. And that's outside of what I like to see TSH being. But that may be where they live and that may be what's going on. So the objective isn't to deal with the TSH. It isn't even to to look at T4. I'm looking at all the other stuff that's actually not showing up on your standard lab test. So, yes, from an optimal standpoint, it's going to be functioning a little lower than than what you would normally see. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. And the fact that it's within medical range means that it's not going to throw There's up a no red medical. Flag. That's right. There's no medical treatment available. You're sent home saying, no, your thyroid's actually You're fine. You're actually fine. Here, take this antidepressant. Right. That's <laughs> if, how you're If you keep home. complaining about symptoms. Right. If, yeah, if you go back in. So another one is an underconversion of an, another pattern that shows up is this underconversion of T4 to T3. So we have T4, which is an inactive form of our thyroid hormone that's our th- that our thyroid and this produces. this is huge, right? This, this is a this is a monster right. right here. So you have to convert this. The body actually has to convert from T4 into T3. Well, if you're not healthy enough to convert from T4 to T3, your brain is not going to be reading enough T3. And so guess what? It's going to say, "Hey, we need more um, we need our thyroid to work more, so your TSH is going to start creeping up on you. So things are going to get higher and higher and higher. And it's it's by basically by their standard of testing, what's happening is they're saying, oh, no, everything's fine, so you're in medical range, but your body can't convert. So when we actually look at your values for T4 and T3, we see that you have plenty of T4, but you have very, very little amounts of T3, even if they're medically normal. You could have high medical normal ranges of T4 and low medical normal ranges of T3. Guess what? You're not converting. Right. And well, and I think that's important because, you know, we talked about the fact that generally they're looking at TSH and T4. Well, so your TSH can be creeping up, um, but still within medical range. So you have high high end of medical range for TSH. Your T4 looks like it's good, right? Um, unfortunately, T4 doesn't really mean anything if you can't convert. Right. And how does and how does this happen? How does this this conversion fail when your body's inflamed? And when you have high levels of cortisol. And how many people, you know, are probably out there with issues with cortisol? Tons. I mean, a ton. We have acute stress. We have chronic stress. I mean, we know that that happens. That increases cortisol levels. And we plus just eating a diet that is not going to be, you know, that isn't what you should be eating. That's exactly right. Well, we got to take another break. When we come back, we'll finish up talking about the conversion of T4 to T3 and go through a couple of other patterns um, that can show hypothyroidism when your lab values are basically medically normal. You're listening to Wellness 101. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Today we are talking about thyroid uh, blood lab patterns that, uh, that you know, can be off um, and creating hypothyroid symptoms, even though your thyroid testing that you normally get done is normal, um, believe it or not. And before the break, we had talked about um, hypothyroid symptoms, hypothyroidism being caused by a pituitary dis- dysfunction. And then we started talking about the um, the second reason is can be uh, an underconversion of T4, our, active thyro- our inactive form of thyroid hormone, into T3, our active form of thyroid hormone. And, you know, that the body converts T4 to T3, and anything that inhibits the body from from converting this creates issues, right? So these are things like inflammation, high levels of cortisol. These are big players in in the conversion of of our thyroid hormone into its active state. So if we're if we're not testing to figure out you know what's going on with cortisol levels what's what's our cortisol doing throughout the day you know what's what's happening with cortisol at night what's happening through to it the first thing in the morning are we inflamed do we, what's our inflammatory markers look like you know have we have we tested all different forms of our inflammatory markers because there are a bunch of them out there that can be tested um you know and just testing one isn't really going to give you the information that you need. You may have to test three or four or five or 10. There are tons of inflammatory markers out there that can be looked at that may be important for you and can give you more insight as to whether or not your body is having difficulty converting T4 into T3. Okay. So rarely is T3 tested. Um, We test it on everyone, but rarely does someone come in with outside lab work and actually have... um, their their thyroid hormone T three, which actually is crazy tested. because that's what actually is the energy, right? I mean, right. Like that's what it's the active form. That's the one that yeah. actually does the does the job. So I mean, it's just why would we test just T four and assume? Why do we test TSH? It's a it's a brain hormone. It's not even a thyroid hormone. Why is TSH the gold standard? It makes no sense. Yeah. It's like saying that the volume knob is is how we tell how loud a stereo is, when in fact it's the volume, of, it's the sound waves coming out of the speaker that tell you how loud it is. It makes zero difference what the volume knob is doing. Right. And yeah, I mean, well, it's assuming that everything else is working correctly, right? Right. I mean, if everything else was working perfectly, then TSH would be an accurate, I mean, it would give you a pretty good picture, correct? But, yes, that but is that, correct. But that is, I mean... It's Meaning, not true. Right. I mean, we, we know that, you know, I mean. It, it could be true for about 30% of the population. Right. But two-thirds of the population is overweight. So once you're overweight, your, your, your body's physiology is altered enough that you're going to have issues. Right. But that does not mean that just because you're not overweight that TSH is inaccurate. Because Correct. Because I have always been normal weight and my TSH was not at all an accurate depiction of how well my thyroid was working. Right. And I've always been underweight, but yet my thyroid function is spot on. Right. 
And that that doesn't equate either. So, you know, it's you got to be tested. You got to figure out what's going on for you. Um, so moving on to the next one um, is where we have hypothyroidism that's caused by elevated thyroxine binding globulin. Um, so thyroxine binding globulin or thyroid binding globulin, TBG, um, is the protein that actually moves thyroid hormone throughout the body. It th- moves it in our blood, right? So when the the thyroid hormone is actually bound up and being carried by thyroxine binding globulin, um, it's inactive. It's not able to be used by our tissues, right? So if thyroid, if thyroid uh, binding globulin or thyroxine binding globulin levels are high, the levels of free thyroid hormone are going to be low, right? If we have a lot of stuff to carry it around and we're carrying a bunch of it around, what's actually free and able to be used is going to be low. That's just a matter of, of fact, right? So when, when you see this, what's going to happen is TSH and T4 are going to be normal. And if someone actually tests T3, it's going to be on the low end, right? And T3 uptake and thyroxine binding globulin are going to be high. Now, there are other reasons for T3 uptake to be elevated too. Um, and we're not even really going to get through T3 uptake, I don't think, in, in a lot of this. It's a it's a very under-tested but very important um, test. So things like hormone imbalance, other hormones um, can really affect T3 uptake um, as, as well as blood sugar regulation. These things really affect... Um, your body's ability to uptake T3. Um, but anyway, so TSH and T4 are going to be normal. T3, if it's tested, is going to be low. And thyroxine binding globulin, if it's tested, is is going to be high. And when you have thyroxine binding globulin elevated, it's most of the time going to be elevated because you have high levels of estrogen. And this is a big, big deal, especially for all you women out there on hormone replacement therapy. I cannot tell you the number of women on hormone replacement therapy that are taking estrogen or birth control pills, right? Their thyroid symptoms like clockwork or their hypothyroid diagnosis like clockwork happened after they were put on hormone replacement or after they started birth control pills, right? Why did that happen? Because it created hypothyroid, those, those hormones created hypothyroid symptoms because of all these indirect things that took place. It didn't actually have anything to do with your thyroid function. It's not a low-functioning thyroid. It's you created an, a, a problem with the end product. It's not how it's made. It's not an upriver problem. It's a downriver problem. And so you've got to fix it downriver. you gotta, you got to be balancing this. Those so like, can you still do hormone replacement? You can. You just have to do it smartly and you have to be testing more than just, oh, did you know what's your estrogen doing? That doesn't work. It doesn't work. And we know it doesn't work because we have more and more women. The word is getting out that we do hormone replacement therapy in the clinic. And the word is getting out more and more because more and more women are showing up and they're saying, hey, look, you know, I've I've been doing hormone replacement therapy for a while. And, you know, something's not right. I, I'm just not feeling any better. I felt great for a short period of time. And, and now I've got all these other problems. We check their hormones and they're all over the place. Right. Things are sky high that shouldn't be. Right? We're not trying to make a 70-year-old a female 20 again with hormone levels. You want to make her function. Because you can't. Right. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I you, mean, it would be great if that was an option, I'm sure, but it's just – it's not. When you do, you create problems right. like hypothyroidism. Exactly. Which is if you do that directly, you're going to set yourself up for all kinds of other failures in your body. Your whole body is going to revolt against you. 
And then you're all going to fall apart and you're going to be like, well, what, what happened? I don't even know what happened. Right. So anyway, um, did, did we talk about that enough um, with, the, with the elevated thyroid binding globulin? Because not only can elevated thyroxine binding globulin be an issue, but another pattern that shows up is we have hypothyroidism caused by low levels of thyroxine binding globulin. I think this is part of where most medical professionals that are into, um, into thyroid, this is where they're like, Ah, it doesn't make sense because if high levels of thyroxine binding globulin can cause hypothyroidism, how is it possible that low levels can can affect thyroxine or can affect um, hypothyroidism too? How how can we have high and low of the same thing creating the same problem in the end? It's because of the process of the thyroid and the thyroid hormones and the conversion and the carrying and the utilization of all these hormones is many, many steps that feed back and loop back on themselves. And you really have to have a solid understanding of this. It's not hard. It's just complicated. There are a lot of things that are going on. I mean, I don't know how an internal combustion engine works, but I know that when I turn the key or push the button, the engine starts and I can go forward. And if something goes wrong, I go to the mechanic that knows all about that, that can fix that for me. Unfortunately, with the thyroid function, there aren't a lot of people out there that understand or even care to look at the way the thyroid functions this way. Right. Well, and those that do, you generally hear out speaking. I mean, you know, I mean, there are certainly ones around the country and not just, you know, and, and medical doctors, of you know, and functional medicine practitioners, they're all different sorts. But once they get it, they're out usually speaking about these things because they're so frustrated because once you see it and you know that this is a big problem and that it isn't being caught, it's frustrating. Right. It's frustrating that thyroid conditions are so mismanaged. Right. And then this is where this is a situation where you end up with, you know, practitioners who are unable to or, or refuse to prescribe medications get hung up, too, because some of the stuff you actually need the crutch. Right. You got to have the crutch to get through the the initial turmoil, right? It's not always necessary, but many times it is, um, especially if we're dealing with an autoimmune thing. But back to the high levels of, of thyroxine binding globulin. So you would think, so what happens is thyroxine binding globulin levels are low, right? And so your free thyroid hormone is going to be high, which is the exact opposite of what we just talked about with elevated thyroxine binding globulin, right? So you would think that that would, that would cause hyperthyroid symptoms because you'd have all this free um, thyroid hormone out there. But actually, all of that extra thyroid hormone causes the receptors to say, hey, we have way too many receptors. We're going to just wilt up and, and not function right. It's the exact same thing that happens with insulin resistance. You have these receptors for insulin. Someone's pre-diabetic. Their insulin level starts skyrocketing. The receptors go down. Insulin level continues to get higher. Blood sugar continues to get higher because the receptors that pull this stuff into the, into the cells stops functioning. So you created a low thyroid functioning state because you had all this excess thyroid hormone out there and your body's like, I don't need all of that. So I'm not going to make the receptors to, I'm going to lock the door so you can't bring this stuff into my cell, right? That's how you create hypothyroid symptoms with both an elevated thyroxine binding globulin and a low thyroxine binding globulin, right? It's mind blowing. I know. This is why it's a class. I hope you had, took notes on that. You may have to go back and listen to this. Um, 
And I'll probably have some of my doctor friends calling me in the next few weeks saying, can you go over that again? Explain that again. I missed that both in the lecture that you gave me and I've missed it on the podcast. Can you can you go through that again? And I will. So anyway, we've got to take another break. They've got another pattern or two that I'd like to talk about before the show's over. Um, so. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Wellness 101. Patterns of blood labs that can that don't show up on conventional lab work um, and how they can cause hypothyroid symptoms. Before the break, the last thing that we were talking about was actually low levels of, of thyroxine binding globulin. We talked about high levels of thyroxine binding globulin causing hypothyroidism, but low levels can do it too. We kind of went through that. So there's there is a lot of stuff that goes on to this with this with with this sort of pattern. Um, the TSH and T4, those numbers are going to be perfectly normal. Um, you're going to see things like T3. T3 is going to be high. T3 uptake and thyroxine binding globulin are going to be low in this, right? Um, but when we have low levels of thyroxine binding globulin, things out, other other things that can then that can affect this are things like high levels of testosterone and we see this a ton in women who go on hormone replacement therapy and they load them up with testosterone because testosterone helps you heal and makes you feel good and makes your skin nice and pretty um and holy cow their testosterone's way too high and they create a bunch of hypothyroidism uh symptoms um you know, a lot of women will have this going on if they're dealing with PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome um, or if they have insulin resistance. Um, so getting that stuff all under control is critical to getting thyroxine binding globulin levels normalized and the hypothyroidism under control. And then lastly, there's there's a several other patterns, but the last one I'm going to talk about is thyroid resistance, right? So with thyroid resistance... Thyroid and pituitary gland are functioning perfectly normal, but the hormones that you that you have are not actually getting into the cells where they're needed. And what's difficult about this is it causes hypothyroid symptoms. This can cause hypothyroid symptoms. However, all the lab markers are normal, so people don't know what doctors especially don't know what to do with this. Patients have no clue because the doctors like, "Well, I don't understand why you don't have, you know, why you're having all these symptoms and all every lab that we've te- checked is normal uh, around your thyroid. So here take this antidepressant when there isn't a way to check the receptors. So you have to look at all of these other things that are going on with the body. You have to look at cardiovascular health. You have to look at hormones. You have to look at genetic and epigenetic factors. There are so many things that now come into play. This is why we look at the very beginning because it's way easier to figure this stuff out when you actually have the information. I mean, if you have some elevated cardiovascular inflammatory markers, you're going to have issues, right? The body just can't handle this. And so you're going to be left with these, with these hypothyroid symptoms and you're not going to, you're literally will be a dog chasing its tail. You're going to search for years and years and years. And, and everybody thinks that they're looking in the right spot. Oh, it's a thyroid complaint. It's thyroid symptoms. We need to check the thyroid when in fact, it's actually not the thyroid at all. It's the receptors that you can't even really test. And so you have to see what's affecting the receptors. What else in the body could it possibly be? And very few people even know where to begin to look. They don't have a clue that, oh, I've got to look at everything in the body, which is why I said earlier in this show, the average doctor orders seven blood labs on a person. This is data. I know this information. This is this is Quest and LabCorp data telling, saying, hey, yeah, this is what they run, right? 
we run we're averaging 29 labs on a person almost 30 right we're looking at a lot more things by looking at way more information we're able to give a much clearer picture of what's actually going on with the body and i always equate this back to you know taking your car into the mechanic you you can't have the you can't have an engine problem and go into the mechanic and tell him that all you can do is look at the look at the car from the outside you can't turn it on you can't you can't listen to the engine you can't you know plug anything in to look at any diagnostics you have to do it just straight off visual that doesn't work. You can't you can't expect anyone to be able to help you when you're not looking at enough stuff. Right. This isn't magic, it's science. Right. It's it's, it's exactly right. It's not magic. And sometimes it, it people think it's magic because we're able to figure out things that no one has ever bothered to figure out before right. or been able to figure out because we were willing to test to see. Well, they're willing you're willing to test, but you also know how it all fits together. Right. There are two parts to that because you that, know and, and that's the much bigger part is knowing how the puzzle pieces right. go together. Because I mean, you know, and I know we've said this so many times, but you know, there are a lot of practitioners out there, not in the conventional medicine system, but outside of the conventional medicine, you know, um sort of alternative practitioners, medical practitioners or functional medicine practitioners who will run a bunch of tests and don't know how the pieces fit together. Right. So then when they get the results, they will pick out a couple of things that are off that they know how to treat, but they right. don't know how all of the pieces. So then they've got some of this information that they are just kind of throw away because they don't know what it means and what to do with it. And people end up, you know, they might get a little bit better, but their problems aren't actually fixed because the root problem was never addressed right it happens all the time so there's no yeah i mean so yeah definitely two pieces because you have to be able to run the test but you also have to the test i mean if you don't know what to do with the results that's not going to do you any good either right so in conclusion and wrapping (laughs) up for the day we 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 threw uh, this is probably one of our most informative action-packed shows that we've done in a really long time you think? because yeah i think so because normally we would we we packed a lot of stuff in here and talked a lot of science in here i, I really like it um this was, was fast paced you may have to listen to the show go back and listen to the podcast you may have to listen to the show two or three times well to, and the patterns that we talked about are just a, par- a partial list they're the they're, most common that we yes. see but you there know. are tons of different patterns out there. And, you know, I, exactly. This is just the common ones. But there are others out there that really throw people for a loop. And maybe one of these days we'll we'll talk about all of the really crazy patterns that show up. Right. Out there. But we want to give you some examples of why we keep preaching that this is important to say, you know, hey, these are some things that are, you know, we know happen fairly frequently that. It, you know, that aren't going to show up if you just get standard testing done. Right. So to review the patterns that we talked about today, we talked about thyroid resistance. Um, we talked about hypothyroidism caused by low levels of thyroxine binding globulin and high levels of thyroxine binding globulin. We talked about the um, inability of the body to convert T4 into T3 and we started the show off by talking about um, hypothyroidism being caused by pituitary dysfunction, right? So there's a again there is it, it's a the thyroid is a complex beast that works very closely with every other system in the body. It does it because it's making hormones. The adrenal glands do the same thing. They're 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 making hormones. So 
they affect everything. So when thyroid function is off, it is affecting everything else that goes on. Right. And these patterns are important because if you have one of them, not only will you be told that you're thyroid a lot of times that your thyroid's okay but if you're put on medication medication won't work right the conventional approach fails because they they're they're either not doing all of the steps or they're trying to skip steps right right so you 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 got to go through step 1 step 2 step 3 step 4 you got to work the the steps in order right the good news though with this is that once you figure out what the actual problem is Patients respond extremely well to treatment. Oh, it's insane. They're, yeah. They, lives come back. They're like, holy cow, I didn't know that this could – I could feel this good. I didn't know that, that this was possible. I didn't know right. that I felt so bad. Right. <laughs> How long have I felt this bad? And then they go back into like trying to figure out, gosh, I, I guess this started back in my early 20s. Exactly, yeah. Like it's, it's mind-blowing. So anyway, um, if you'd like more information – Please find us online, the Institute of Natural Um, you can feel free to call us. Our phone number is 314-293-8123. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. We're constantly posting stuff on there. Um and send us emails. Yeah, email us. We love hearing emails and getting information from you. We try we do our best to respond to them. Um, and if you have any ideas for shows, please throw them at us. We'll uh, we'll try to get uh, we'll try to get that worked in. But that's enough for today. For Aaron, I'm Dr. TJ. This has been Wellness 101. Thanks for listening. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.